Okay, okay. So we you get so to pick from using the dice. The dice that left. Yeah, using the central dice, you get to pick an element. I get to pick an element, and then we each get to pick a um a, a, a detail for that element. Yes. Okay. Wild. It's a little complicated. I feel like I think Fiasco Two E made it a little simpler with the cards, which was part of it. Yeah, but, for okay. Sure. So yeah. God, I hate that these two things are in the same PDF. Yeah, I just opened the PDF twice and then have one on one page and oh, the other. That's that's smart. I should do that also. Um, okay, uh, Brian, you pick the first element. I'll pick the second element, and then we'll then you'll pick a detail of mine, and I'll pick a detail. Wait, of wait, yours. wait. What which tilt table are we going off of? Uh, the hard tilt the, table. The, the hard one, the standard one from Fiasco. Page right, 56. but I mean, like page fifty six. Can somebody just take a screenshot of it and put it in the Discord? Gotcha. It, uh, wait, are we not picking like the the big categories? Yes. Yes. We well, no. We're using the dice just like we did for relationships. Okay. Because there's mayhem, tragedy, innocence, guilt, paranoia, and failure. Okay. And so you're gonna pick a die for one of those. I'm gonna pick a die for one of those, and then you'll pick a die for one of the subcategories of mine, and I'll pick a die for one of the subcategories of yours. Okay. Using these ones uh, to the left in the center. Yeah. I am going. Oh, oh, from the center. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, then I'm going to take a one and pick mayhem. Hell yeah! Of course oh, you yeah. are. I'm just going to move um, that up to the side so we know. Just to there. I'm. <laughs> Don't like that. You have ones, twos. Threes and a four. Mm-hmm. No fives, no sixes. Interesting. Uh, two, 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 two. two. Yeah. Um, I am going to. God. <laughs> God, they're also good. I'm gonna grab three. I'm gonna pick three so, innocence. Alrighty. Fine then, Zach. <laughs> you gonna pick innocence? All right. So pick. Yeah. So we have two threes, two ones, I, two and a four. Please, okay. somebody with the power to touch the dice. What? Will you please drag the four over next to Zach's three? Collateral damage. Nice. We picked one. Um, I have so few things I can pick. I want to do something. Everyone always picks three on the mayhem table. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is fun. I'm not gonna. It is fun. I want to pick two. Tragedy? No. It's all mayhem. Mayhem two. I was hoping you would pick out of control rampage. Uh, I thought about it, uh, but a frantic chase sounds fun. Oh, fuck. Train heist, train heist, train heist. Alrighty, uh, <laughs> so now we reassemble the dice back in the middle. Alright, so those are our tilt elements. We have uh, innocence, collateral damage, fucked up, and mayhem, a frantic chase. I've got some ideas about what that chase might be. To lay out what we know as well, the full extent that has been seen on screen of Hereafter's plan has been revealed, which is get at this point it's going to be get Galen 
on the train with the queen and when they are on their way to the above world to swap their tickets so the queen will not have to come back and she is free of this place and Galen will be with her for six months and then will return. Meanwhile, we have Wyatt's automation plan. Which hereafter does not know about. Which hereafter does not know about. Mm -hmm. And we have Juniper doing her own grassroots organizing, feeling conflicted about the automation. Because in the real world, yeah, full automation is one thing, but also it's like trying to judge like, okay, how does this work when the workers have nowhere to go if they're barely working? So she's... Yeah, Hereafter Mm -hmm. also has some opinion, will have some opinions when he discovers this plan. Is there any other details on the table? Is there anything anyone is unhappy with rolling forward for Act 2? Or does everyone feel pretty good with the the plates that are spinning right now? I feel pretty good. I do want to say that uh, Galen's got some concerns about how... um, our little ruse may only work for one cycle before shit hits the fan real hard. Oh yeah. Well, the what we're here after us on that is that it doesn't have to be a ruse. The ticket's good. You have the ticket. Yeah, it's. You it, can be mad about it, but you have the ticket. It's more like, what is the king gonna do when the queen doesn't come back, and instead Galen does. Hopefully, okay. by the end of that six months, we've got something fixed. <laughs> we've, we've got but a yeah, contingency. That's yeah. that's that's the hanging thread. Mm-hmm. The, okay. uh, yeah, the other thing that Hereafter has not had the chance to see, say is specifically what Galen is going to bring back with him instead of presents. Oh, well, that's mm-hmm. interesting. And I think also the, the key thing is like Wyatt is obviously setting up automation, but I feel like Wyatt's to what end has not yet been revealed yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is uh, okay. That is some cool shit. Do we want to do before just to 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 to, to leave the to leave them one and more? Uh, uh-huh. Do you want to go around and do everyone do like a quick like solitaire vignette of yeah. like where we're gonna, like where we're starting out setting things up? Yes. I also, like since I proposed this plan, can I go last? Sure. Okay. Sure. I'm I'm leading today. <laughs> I I bestow that upon you. Um, have you got an idea for a vignette, uh, Zach? As the next one in the turn order. Um, yes, but I, mine will also kind of very strongly set the scene for what's happening next. So maybe I should go second to last. I hate this. All right. <laughs> okay. So, okay. <laughs> this okay, is why you probably what? shouldn't have me and Zach on here. <laughs> We're two drama- dramatic bitches. <laughs> I know this and I love you. Um, You're both GMs <laughs> is the problem. Yeah. Okay. Juniper's vignette is her sitting at the bar in the speakeasy, slowly sipping this glass of gin and just like listening to people talk and watching the queen. And her eyes are just ticking back between the two, wondering if she is right to put her trust in these three white boys who all <laughs> apparently have their own agenda. Fair. Um, Galen. Galen's 
Galen's vignette is him and his sister sitting in, you know, her little, her visiting room, let's say, her little uh, foyer almost. Not foyer. You know what I mean. She's got a little sitting room that she receives people in. A receiving room, um, if you will. A receiving room, if you will. Um, and he is sort of laying out the details of this plan that he has been given but doesn't disagree with. Hmm. Though he doesn't quite understand some parts of it, he's explaining to her as much as he does understand so that she can be on the same page as everybody else because she's part of it now. And oh, sorry, Sam. Yeah, I was about to say, and I don't know how she responds, to be honest. But you know, something. Hereafter. Hereafter is um going up and down. He's he's going up the log of like the the travel agenda for the eventual upcoming departure of the queen um like you know talking schmoozing uh figuring out some like the intel on it um and as he is like in the the train office um there is a little pneumatic tube that puts out a new um a new uh message like an updated uh itinerary and he like kind of ghosts over to the conductor's uh shoulder and reads that the queen is actually leaving immediately and he sees some guards going to collect her why oh dear <laughs> um uh, and I think what we see is like then we cut to Wyatt, who is in like a dark, very brooding office. Uh, and Wyatt's wearing clothes from like it, you know if this is the television show, this is Wyatt in his outfit from season one. Um, uh, and he leans forward like with a smirk on his face and is like, and to me it seems like a very small price to pay for me being able to build you the perfect factory uh hard cut to black <laughs> you motherfucker <laughs> hey what the fuck <laughs> hey what the fuck uh, let's just uh, do a clap uh because All we're right. not gonna do the outro here we'll do the outro later uh, so mm-hmm. uh, somebody's not as innocent as they expected indeed mm-hmm. <laughs> mr uh-huh. let's clap on 30 okay okay Oh, wait, hold on a second. I don't have time to do something. No worries. Do not clap on 30. I can clap on 30. That's too late. Nope. I did it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's clap on 45. Okay.
Okay. <laughs> All right. So. so I'm the only person who has three dice. That means that I would have a wild finale. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So uh, when we left off, we did those cool fucking cliffhangers where I was just cursing Brian. So that's good and fun. So, yeah, act two, shit's getting real. Um, Do we get, given, uh, does the turn order go the same? In theory, is, but we could start at a different point. Because why not? No gods, no masters. Yeah, take no turns. Leaders. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you just take turns. Yeah. So I imagine you start with the same turn order. Mm-hmm. Unless some, if somebody's got a really strong idea for an opening for it. For Act 2, then have at it. If not, it will just be Sam, because that was the turn order we had before. Uh, oh god, wait, I'm next? Uh, I I could probably... I can probably BS a thing. Alright then. Hell yeah, Brian. Okay. Um, Save Sam from his panic at the notion of having to go first. So I know round I two dice first. work differently. How does round two dice work different? Um, again, it's the same rules with that you either establish or mm-hmm. resolve. Um, okay. But at the end of the scene, regardless, you keep the dice rather than giving it to somebody else. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to build across Act Two to hit the finale. By the time we hit, we run out of dice. And as always, that last die is wild. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can call it as 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 black or red as you like. Sick. Okay, got it. So it's so I'm gonna frame the scene. Somebody pick the other thing. I don't, I do not care here who, uh, I primarily need Galen. I don't care if anyone else is there. I mean, I would enjoy someone else, but I don't mean that to be so mean sounding. Uh, <laughs> the rest of you all Galen fuck needs to right be off. there. No one else needs to yeah. be there. Yeah, exactly. Galen needs to be there. No one else needs to be there. What else is the context of the scene? And then we can just um, off. Basically, Wyatt has called, like, a, it, 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 it's like just before we find out that Galen... Uh, needs to, like, the train, like, this is, like, you know, uh, just a few, like, probably a few hours before uh, we find out that the train has been moved up. Because, um, like, didn't she just get back? Well, I guess time time is fucky. Yeah. That's also weird why it's, it's happening today. Mm-hmm. Also, like, time is nebulous. All of these machinations could have been happening over a series of weeks and such, like. Yeah, mm-hmm. so Absolutely. but she still like only got back a few weeks ago, rather than like six months. This is definitely way ahead of schedule. Way way ahead of schedule. Yes. Yeah, this is this is a machination. Mm-hmm. So uh, why I'm basically I'm going to do this to frame like the because I'm saying that because progress will been have made on Wyatt's project in in the background of this. Mm-hmm. So uh, so if anyone else wants to be there, you can be there, but. Um, uh, the little burned out shop is, is humming. Uh, there's like tons of people on different lines, all building things. Uh, Wyatt is kind of going around to the different stations. Uh, basically, he's like, oh, you're doing a good job. Hey, try doing this. He's like trying to make sure everybody's producing things. And they're seemingly just building parts of people, obviously, like they're building robot, like humanoid robot parts. Um, and... Uh, do you, are you already there, or do you walk in, Galen? Were you already on the line, or... Oh, I walk in, okay. you know. Yeah. Clipboard at the ready. Okay. Uh, Galen's kind of like a stout feller, right? 
He's he's like tall, but like he's, yeah, he's like he's like he's not not like he's he's he he's got to he can carry shit good, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Um, totally. Yeah. I think Wyatt waves you over, kind of like excuses himself from the people that he was talking to, and kind of gestures for you to meet him over at his desk, uh, where there's like a series Ooh. of uh, there's like a series of like five crates that are like stacked up next to his desk. Um, All right. And I think Wyatt is like, uh, "Hey, good job getting the folks. Uh, this is going great. We're moving well ahead of the schedule that I had." Good job. Thank you. Um, I need you to do one thing for me today. This is incredibly important. And I want, like, I don't know what else is on your schedule, but bump me to the top because mm-hmm. I need this done. And he, like, gestures at the crates. If uh, these, like, uh, orders on high, this stuff needs to get to the get to the other, like, directors. Why it's one of the directors. <laughs> um, I see. Yeah. Just go ahead and drop them off at their offices. I don't care if they're there. They just need to get there before, like, they clock in. Uh, alrighty then. I guess, um, I suppose I will. And I think- He puts his clipboard down. Heft's one of the- How heavy are they? Can he carry two boxes at once? Uh, probably. But I think as he goes to try and pick up the boxes, White sort of, like, gestures to, like, a hand truck- (laughs) <laughs> oh excellent yeah like that will be you you're strong but jesus boy <laughs> like <laughs> um uh and he puts he puts the the boxes onto the hand truck that's like that's like a dolly right yeah dolly i don't know why i i don't know why i think i'm the only person in the entire world who calls it a hand truck but yeah it's like a dolly that's very funny yeah he yeah. puts he puts the you know starts shifting them to the dolly he asks um, so, what exactly is in? What do the other directors need to see so badly? Uh, what? Oh, is it a? Thank you. Does that mean? What does this mean? Bad? Uh-huh. Well, I can't touch this dice. Can that. you put it next to my other dice, please, somebody? I- thank you. <laughs> um, black is bad, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. Yeah, well, Good. It's a negative in this context. Uh, Next. I think uh, Wyatt sort of, uh, I think Wyatt pulls out like a, like reaches in his desk and pulls out like a schematic. He's like, it's just a sample. Like he just lays it out on the table. He's like, it's just like a sample of something that's coming up. Uh, Some new thing. It's basically just, just shit to keep them off my back. So I don't have to go to any more goddamn board meetings than I have to. Ah, uh, yes. Time-honored tradition of shirking one's duties when one is in command. I think, like, the camera is, like, uh, like, close, like, we do, like, a dramatic close-up on, like, a number of things, and this isn't a normal, uh, schematic, like, why it draws up. Uh, this definitely has, like, uh, like, there, there's more, like, chemistry stuff going on here that's also inside of whatever's going on. <sighs> cool. So it's gonna be a bomb. It's a bomb. <laughs> it's five bombs. It's a bomb, perhaps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. It's a lot of bombs. Yeah. It's fine. They're stable. That's what he wouldn't give them to you if he if he thought you would blow up. <laughs> and you also don't. I wasn't know. worried yeah. about that until you said it. Galen doesn't. Huh? Galen doesn't know what that means. 
Yeah, Gale doesn't know fucking shit of what this means. His idea of a bomb is a clay jar with some gunpowder in it. <laughs> I mean, listen, most bombs are not much more complicated <sighs> than that, frankly. That's true, yeah. God. Alright, and so he, you know, wheels it out to the freight elevator? Question mark? Or he has to carry it down the stairs? Uh, no, we're on the ground floor. Like, this is like a- Oh, good. Yeah, this is like a warehouse that got burned out. Uh, and I imagine the main building has freight elevators and shit like that. Cool. Yeah. We've been- we've become more industrial. Yeah. While Wyatt's been here, he's been just like, alright, fuck this. (laughs) Alright, well, Galen- Galen doesn't understand what the- what that thing is, and he goes, alrighty, I will- Take these samples to the other board members. And he pushes the handcart and leaves. Sick. What could go wrong? <laughs> what could go wrong? Well, what something could? clearly, because you got a, a bad end <laughs> here. <laughs> All right. We'll see how it goes. I think the bad end is, is determines what was determining what was in the box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I took it. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay. Alright. Not what uh, I not what I anticipated there. Cool. It is my turn. Mm-hmm. Sure is. Um the train whistle blows. I don't have a train uh, whistle. And that's fine. Choo choo <laughs> uh signaling that it is all aboard time. Uh and a you know, suite of, of security officers heads towards the uh, I'm resu- I'm um, establishing obviously yeah I, we uh, kind of really? at this point are you establishing Sorry, 15 yeah, minutes on. later don't be a shit <laughs> oh wait guys I'm uh, establishing the scene <laughs> I'm just stating it for the record <laughs> please um, you've noted. thrown me off my roof security so, officers uh, here after sees this Security officers are heading towards the uh, Queen's chambers to escort her. Uh, hereafter, of course, in his um, in his wraithly flitting about the the the, the palace uh, or the I guess the the manor or the like the boss's house. Um, I don't. We, what is it? What is, okay? One. What does the boss's house look like? Is this a Greek like palace or is this like uh, like a manor house? At like a like a plantation almost. In my head, it was like um, it's like a the Greek implement like the implementation of like Greek arch Greek and Roman architecture uh into like modern architecture. Like you would see typically like you know like how always there's like this like pantheon look when somebody tries to illustrate the house from fucking the Great Gatsby. Yeah, that vibe. So like. A plantation house that's got a lot of very, very strong, like, Greek architecture to it. Like a southern southern antebellum sort of vibe. Um, but with, like, a little called? extra, like, Greek thrown in there. Like, like, like yeah. turned up to 50. I mean, they already oh, yeah, had pillars. I, I, so. I wasn't really pillars. thinking antebellum. I was yeah. thinking more urban than that. Uh, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah um, get, urban, Gatsby. urban southern. I think Gatsby's a good pull yeah. for it. Okay. Cool. I, I never saw that movie. No, me neither. But um, I saw pictures. I which, which was obviously the best. <laughs> I see. I see now. Yeah. Okay. That's a palace, uh, but Greek. Um, so one of the one of them houses, but Greek. Uh, also had the, the pillars, though. Fantastic. 
Uh, I'm sure those pillars are like shaped in the shape of people holding up the re- the roof or something. Yeah. Um, uh, More extra than <laughs> uh, so hereafter. Oh yeah, uh, hereafter sees that happen and like kind of like um, leans b- behind a, a a wall and then um, just turns and starts to uh, fast walk. <laughs> Uh, and it's like, you know, walks past, like, walks around a corner and then it cuts, and he has, uh, appeared in the assembly line where Wyatt is. Uh, and says, Mr. Van Croft, fantastic to see you. Um, uh, you, a, a moment of your time, please. Yeah. I think, like, Wyatt leaves, uh, like sort of like talks to whoever he's talking to and sort of like comes off the line. He's like, Hey, I actually had something I needed to talk to you about. Fantastic. We can talk to each other, but first I need to retrieve that item that I left with you. I think why sort of like cocks an eyebrow is like, he, like sort of like looks around, pushes you out and like out into the courtyard away from like prying eyes, like I already gave it to him. <laughs> what? It was supposed to go to Galen, right? Yes, but after I explained the situation with of, uh, with greater detail, I mean, me and me and June sort of sussed it out. He he's fine. He he's very he's way more capable than you is- think that he is. Hereafter, gives you a stern look. <laughs> I know exactly how capable every person in this factory is, Mr. Van Croft. That is my, that is my business. Uh, including knowing what you're capable of, which is incredible machinations. Where is Galen? Uh, like, looks at his watch, I guess. Like, uh, he should be finishing up some deliveries that I sent him to do. Okay, well, I don't know if the train whistle penetrates the din of this place, but our timetable has shifted significantly. Wait, the train's leaving today? Reason. So saith the the jackbooted thugs who are uh, even now spiriting our dear queen onto it. The fuck? It's, it's been like two months. What the hell? Okay, so you and I are now on the same page, except you had something else to say to me, and I believe we can say it quickly as we move. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, uh, I think, like, Wyatt, like, rushes back to his desk, um, and I think Wyatt's in, like, his, uh, in just, like, a shirt, like, his, like, shirt, like, suspenders and, uh, his, like, pants, like, because he was doing work and he didn't want to get, like, his, like, jacket and jacket vest uh thing and he like pointedly grabs his his vest and like throws it on and then like digs into his desk and pulls out like his like communication keys ring um uh and starts like walking along with you and i think as he's walking he's like trying to shift through the keys and find one trying to figure out if he ever gave galen one (sighs) whenever somebody moves a die across we'll we'll know if this happens or not Uh, (laughs) um Mm-hmm. I think he's like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, what I was trying to talk to you about is, uh, I think we have a loophole that we can exploit. Oh, fantastic. You know how much I love those. Which one is this one? 
me the the board can make a vote of no confidence. We just need a two-third majority. I say. Is there an explosion? <laughs> Not yet. I just saw that I just saw the die. Well, you set up the scene. I was like, I'm going to let you, I was going to let you kind of steer it. Well, I mean, yeah, but I can't, I can't resolve the ending. Well, no, um, you, you can, you, you can choose how it ends. I've, I, now I, I, I've I, given I, you a vibe. Yeah. Okay. I'm giving yes. you a negative vibe. Negative vibe. Vibe check? It bad. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I'll, I'll, okay. Uh, I mean, the bombs going off prematurely is very negative. Um, but I, I, but... I would choose, I'm choosing not, like, I would prefer not to blow Galen up. <laughs> well, he doesn't have to get blown up that's yeah, for it fair. to be negative. Galen is probably, I was gonna say earlier in this scene that, like, like, as you're like, you know, I don't, I, he should be done with the delivery. It's like, and Galen walks in with the hand cart, but I wasn't sure whether it was time for me to. Interject there, but I, I I will say that Galen is away from everything, so the bombs blowing up prematurely is still bad, but doesn't kill Galen. I mean, it could just be one double kill. It could just be re-kill. one goes up, uh, goes off early. They don't all have to. True that that like them all going off. Theoretically, all of the rest of the board of directors are in their offices, which is why why it would be sending them there. Mm-hmm. One going off tips everyone off to the plan. Exactly. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> that that's bad. In fact, um, tilt baby. Cool. So mayhem. That's the tilt. Okay. Um. So so yeah. So we uh, we cut um, to one of the one of the board uh, who like is talking to like their secretary of uh, like what is this what is this thing in here. It's like it was a. Uh, uh, it came from Mr. Van, from uh, board member Van Croft. I think it's got like it, it's of- it's like an oak box um, mm-hmm. that has like a very nice looking sort of like brass hinge system on it. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and I think like uh, just the 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 act of opening it is what the trigger is. <laughs> it's just like a pull pin, like a fucking Looney Tunes bullshit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, cool. And so, and so he like flips it open and the like, uh, fog, uh, like, like a cloudy glass window of his office just explodes outwards. Um, and that's, that's bad for that's us. That's real bad for us. Especially because <laughs> someone's got to catch a train. <laughs> Which one of us says that? <laughs> I think White says it like, oh, that's bad for us. There, that was only one. Mr. Vancroft, that was only one. Yeah, I was trying to see that two-thirds majority is real easy to get when there's only one person. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and I I want to say that this is about when Galen walks in. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think he you walk up and he's like, panic. oh, thank god, Galen. <laughs> and Galen's like, oh, yes. uh... Uh, something exploded. Um, I, I, th- I, believe, I, I, I think believe also the part of it is that you that had me deliver may have been malfunctioning. Um, no, he just delivered a bomb. Mr. Guarded by the grace and glory of our illustrious shining lord. Very important question. 
How many of those offices had people in them when you delivered it? Um, how many? How many did I deliver? Five. 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 Um, at least three of them. Well, Mr. Van Croft, welcome to the one third majority. <clears throat> you, my friend, have a train to catch. I think I that's the what? end of our scene. <laughs> and that's the end of the scene. <laughs> God. Uh, what? As uh, a klaxon blares, right? Like, bah, bah, oh yeah, yeah, bah, klaxons are going off. Yeah. Happened. Oh yeah. How the fuck uh, cool, do I fantastic. follow that? Jesus. Okay. Um. Here's another thing, though. It's like I imagine that explosions aren't terribly unusual here. No. Given that it's large factories, and I'm sure that our we do not have OSHA. No. Yeah, yeah, but it's more like yeah, the but not that of the kind of Typically, the office doesn't yeah. blow up, so like, there's a little yeah. bit of wiggle room for me to get the rest of this plan to go off. Uh, but it's gonna be hard. <laughs> yeah, good job, good luck. Come on, I'm White Van Croft. Um, I make magic happen, baby. Yeah, I was gonna say like the fire from this explosion is probably some weird magical color. No, like a, like a deep red or something. No, nah, it's just fire. It's just a real <laughs> bad one. <laughs> cool. Okay. No fancy magic fire. Fair enough. Uh, Juniper Aurelius, uh-huh. are you going to resolve or uh, establish? I'm going to choose how it resolves. So somebody else can establish this. Yoink. Um. <laughs> God, you're so valid. Um, I will establish then and say that this might be a really good time for uh, Galen and Juniper to be hanging out in their downtime location, which is Galen frantically running home to <laughs> shove all of his belongings into a suitcase. While Juniper is, I don't know, just vibing in her bunk. It woke it up by an explosion. <laughs> yeah, maybe that is yeah. it. Like, yeah. like, Juniper is like, just, that's going off. And like, there's like, maybe somebody has just come in and like, woken juniper up or maybe it is like it hasn't got to them yet like i can't imagine like the fucking dormitories as it were that close to the office block right like of middle like, management uh, realistically you, you probably do see it people like it's all the the warning like all the emergency klaxons yeah the emergency klaxons like people are running past your door yeah yeah okay. And then the door bursts open <laughs> oh there's so, no like, door like you hear about that was one of the things like yeah. oh that's no right privacy. that was a thing there's no privacy, there's no door, it's a curtain. That's right. Uh, the curtain blasts open and Galen is there. Like, oh, good. Okay, all right, all right. God's, God's, oh, everything. Are you okay? Oof. What's going on? Um, many, many, many things are <laughs> happening right now. Um, I don't even know if I understand fully all of the things that are happening, but. That doesn't surprise lots me. Of what things. can you tell me is going on? <laughs> Fucking! I, that Ow. is rude. Jesus but Christ! <laughs> um. So, Galen sort of stops for a second and goes, "The train is leaving now. Uh, somebody's office just exploded. I believe I just delivered some sort of explosive to multiple offices, unwittingly. Uh, the train has been moved up several months, and I need to leave." Galen's like rooting around in his his pockets for the. I uh, need to take this. He pulls out the 
envelope, which he still hasn't opened because he's very trusting and he trusts you. Listen, he I haven't you, said Wyatt. it's fake yet. I haven't figured <laughs> out if it is. God, that's so fucking valid. Um, and uh, he is just like shoving as he's you know giving this explanation. He's like shoving things into like a steamer trunk. Mm-hmm. Um, and is is basically like, so I have to leave now. Uh, ten minutes ago. Um, and I I am very upset and confused, and I don't know why things are happening like this. But I believe that her, the, the train leaving may have something to do with the explosions. They don't. I, I don't know if that's... And, like, Juniper's just trying to put it together, like, grabs the other side of the steamer trunk to, like, run with Galen to where the station is. Thank uh, you for your help once again. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, we're fucking bolting. You said it has a positive ending, so I guess Galen makes it onto the train. I don't know how positive that is, given the envelope, but, you know. Uh, yeah, I think what this looks like, actually, is maybe uh, we're able to get you... To the train station. To the train station. Yeah. yeah. And, like... Before, um, before the Queen? Yes. Maybe mm. she... I like the thought of um, Fallon just um, purposely dragging her feet as much as she can, like knowing that this seems off and with an explosion going off like framing yeah. it as like what's going on i need to understand being the dutiful wife as well so yeah. maybe like that's just maybe this is everybody getting to the station at the same time then mm -hmm. before the queen is my new for the queen hack <laughs> uh. <laughs> my god brian <laughs> Um, and yeah, and I think, mm -hmm. go ahead. Uh, like, you get, you get to decide how it ends. Yeah, I suppose this is. What is this look? Like? Right, yeah, I feel like this is like we're there, everyone's there. It's like havoc. The queen is there now with her retinue and like, or is just arriving, and the um, security forces are like putting her luggage onto the train while she's like making a lot of noise right there's like a crush of humanity because people are moving away from the factory mm-hmm mm -hmm. yeah mm. there's plumes of smoke in the distance another explosion happens um and yeah like i feel like given how that we've established they're all pretty tall except for wyatt who isn't short either um just sort of like this is like juniper's eyes meeting hereafters and Wyatt and it's just this look of what the actual fuck is happening good question uh, <laughs> let's call it a hostile takeover oh my god Galen's a, a little lost but also is, is sort of inching towards uh, yeah, yeah, Galen get on the train yeah uh, he Mr. throws his arms around Juniper can... and thanks her Hopefully you can stop those uh, goons from stopping our dear king. And he straightens his hair, his hat, uh, and says, "I have a mess to clean up." Um, I think Wyatt sort of like, uh, like is like they're not going to stop him because he is supposed to be here. Um, if you. 
I need just a little bit more time. I can still make this work. Just need a little bit more time. If you can go slow down, slow down her departure. Because the more chaos there is here, the more places they're looking, the easier it is going to be for me to get this done. Trust me, this is not the first time I've actually done this. <laughs> Incredible. Alright. What do you want me to do? Um. And so, your steamer trunk's here. He's he's basically as good as loaded, right? Yeah. Okay. I think why it's like, I need Juniper. Come with me real quick. Because right. I need to be back at the factory to make this happen. So do you want chaos or... Yeah, as much chaos as you can muster. <sighs> Don't say that to hereafter. Oh, <laughs> well, I say it too because I know he hates that. <laughs> <clears throat> well. Hereafter smiles as you leave and says... The guest is always right. <laughs> okay. Now it's Sam's yeah. up. It's my turn. It's Sam's turn. It's Sam's time. It's my time. Um, hmm. We could always do a flashback. Cause it's true. You're not could st- always do a flashback. Yeah, you're it's not true. stuck in time. Very true. Hmm. Or you can choose how it ends, and we have to establish. It's true. That's fair. I mean, I I could definitely go with the choosing how it ends, but then I don't want to. I don't want to stump anybody else with you know where do we go next. That isn't just like, you know, Galen is hanging around the train station desperately trying to figure out what to do. I mean, I could definitely figure something out if you want me to frame a scene. This is what I do. <laughs> That's fair. Do you want to frame a scene? Sure, I can do that. If you want to, if you if you're fine with that, I I don't care. If you want to make the selection, so I know how to go. Oh, I mean, it's it's gonna have a good ending. Oh, okay. Yoink. Fine by me. Um. Oh, okay. That good end for us is getting further and further away, Brian. <laughs> it's funny that you thought that's what I was going for. Um, <laughs> uh, for I mean, well, you you might be going for a good. You're still okay. You could get there. I could <laughs> yeah. get there. Um, <laughs> so I think what it is is um, I think. Maybe like and you can you can also be here hereafter. I don't know. I just don't quite know how to like position you into it. But I can set up all the pieces and then like can come in as you want. Um, and I think what we see is we see the queen, like, like up in the face of one of her guards. Um, Hell yeah! Uh, and it's just like, no, I will be going back to. I will be going back to the factory. I need to check on my husband. I need to see what's going on. I can't leave with the and like like the third explosion goes off in the background. <laughs> um, I can't leave while this is happening. Uh, and I think the the our our, our jack booted thug is just like maybe like grabs her by the arm and is like trying to force her onto the train or something like that. 
So. And this is where Galen comes out and says, uh, excuse me, excuse me, <laughs> unhand her. Are you not supposed to be protecting her? Is that not your duty as her guard? Is it not exploding out here? <laughs> um, well, I can't imagine that the train is going to be much safer. Something, a, a steam train engine. Always safer. You want to put her closer to the steam engine while there's explosions happening. The steam engine moves away from the explosions. That the whether the I am not concerned with the danger. What could possibly happen to us here? Even if something were to happen, it is temporary at best. I need to see what's going on. Well, that's right. Sorry, sidebar. We're all dead already. Yes. Um, (laughs) what happens when you double die? I'm, 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 uh, I'm cribbing from Hades right now. (laughs) Yeah, you, you, you eventually come back. Interesting. Good to know. Nobody can die forever down here. Um, yeah, um, I think the Dracula Thug is just like, entirely above my pay grade. You're supposed to get on. Well. Is she not in control? Does she not control you? I'm sorry, sister. I just, I can't. This is ridiculous. I think she sort of like, sort of like glances away like, they're not directly under my order, no. We we answer to the boss. Does the boss not answer to his wife? (laughs) Galen's just like, don't pull this. Don't pull me into this. I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Listen, like, I am not I paid enough for this. <laughs> He's like, I don't get paid enough. I'm, I'm fucking done. All right. Okay, then let's just all be very reasonable here. This is above your pay grade, as you said. If you simply allow my sister to remain, she ordered you. What, could, what more could you do? Galen's like spreading his hands very like, you know. There's nothing you could do here. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. What does he do? What? Um, yeah, what? Uh, you picked a good die, right, Galen? I picked a good die. Okay. Yeah. Well, how how does the how what is the good? Does he walk away or does he refuse? And Galen just fucking cold clocks him. Like what? <laughs> okay, so I feel like Galen's probably not going to cold clock him, but he's definitely like he's pushing his sleeves up. He's like ready to, and the guy's like. Whatever. Galen you know what? is tall Fine. and ripped. <laughs> yeah. Like Galen, Galen is, in, is tall yeah. and ripped. Galen was in good shape <laughs> when he got here and has only been doing factory work for like months on end. <laughs> yeah. So he is beefy. He was once sort of like stringy because like he was he was like a ranger type mm-hmm. fighter. So he fought long range with a bow and arrow. So he had, you know, strong arms, but not necessarily strong legs. Now he's been lifting. He's been doing all sorts of stuff. Not lifting, like lifting weights, lifting, like lifting boxes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he's like, he's like ready to throw down and the, the, the guard just sort of throws his hands up and goes, fine, you know, this is on your head. And he stomps off. Galen brushes his hands together and goes, I think that went rather well. Mm-hmm. How are you doing today, sister? I am doing terrible, brother. <laughs> Another explosion. Aren't we all? <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> That's the fourth one. Hey, somebody open the box. <laughs> yeah. Hope it's the right person. <laughs> um, yep. 
he offers his arm to, to to his sister and says, "Let's go find out what's going on, shall we?" I think she takes takes her arm. She's like, "What would I ever do without you, brother?" I guess we'll never have to know. And then they're off. <laughs> or rather, I hope we never have to know. <laughs> Fucking incredible. <laughs> <laughs> They're having a good time. They're having a bad time, but they're having a good time. Okay. Alrighty. We're back around to the start. Uh-huh. Um, okay. So I'm going to frame the scene. I love framing scenes. I don't care how they go. Uh, also, <laughs> I, it's not like I've got a lot of choices about how it's going to go this time around. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Uh, if you pick, if, if somebody gives you the red one and then the last one can also be red. Oh, that's true, I guess. But I'm not going to be the last one, so. Um. True. Mm-hmm. Oh, I am. Yeah. God, mm-hmm. fuck. So it's, uh, mm-hmm. as we previously established, it's Wyatt and Juniper just, like, rushing into the thing. Four explosions have gone off. Uh, they were definitely, like, the, the fucking factory is now just full-on fucking fire. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the, like... All of the offices are up top, so it's the top of the building is on fire. So everybody who works actually in the factory has more than enough time to escape. Though <laughs> mm-hmm. no, I do think um, that there are people here who have been here for long enough that they're not stopping working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just like, fucking same old, same old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um... And I think White, like, White's at the gates, and he, like, sort of, like, is looking at it, and he's, like, nodding. Um, he's like, okay. Juniper. Get, if you can get everybody out of here, just try and round up as many people. If you have to knock them out and get them off their machines, get them out of here. I don't know how this is gonna go. (laughs) What are you trying to do? It's exactly what. So he like, like looks over at Juniper and is like, "It's what you're after, son. It's a hostile takeover." If what does that n- even look like for the people in there? And I gesture to the factory currently on fire with people still inside. Only the top part's yeah. on fire. The building's made of brick. And it should burn fairly slowly, which will give me enough time to do what I need to do. And what do you need to do? Need to make a vote. Uh, I think he reaches into his like suit pocket and pulls out the envelope that here or that that hereafter gave him. Uh, and he hands it to Juniper, and he's like, "When you get everybody out, get them off the grounds, and lock the gate behind you." And what's this? Uh, White sort of like they, looks back. There's yeah. no reason she would know. No, no, no. Yeah. And White like looks back at the building like. We're all bound here by contracts. Not just normal yeah. contracts. Not We're not here on our honor. We're bound here. And even yeah. if we burn this place to the ground, those contracts will still exist and he will still execute those contracts. We can run to the ends of this world. We can go anywhere we want, but he can compel us back here. So if somebody else is in charge of those contracts, they can let them lapse. 
I made a deal. He thought he was getting something good out of it, but I was just getting everything I needed. That is a little bit of penance. So, get everybody out of here. Lock the gate. Fine. And she turns and heads towards, uh, and starts heading off and then like breaks out into a run. And yeah, goes to start trying to clear people out. I think Wyatt, uh, I think Wyatt like buttons up his vest and sort of like straightens his clothing, uh, and like starts walking to the, to where the last building that hasn't exploded is yet. <laughs> um, I think he gets like to the door. And sort of, like, pauses for a second. I'm gonna interpret this good die. And he, like, looks at his hand like he did before. And when he snaps, uh, like, at the very tip of his, like, his index finger, or his, like, pointer finger, uh, is just, like, a tiny little flame. And he, like, smirks and walks in the building. Nice. Fantastic. <laughs> <sighs> so, I am going to... Um... I am going to resolve a scene. I have not taken a die yet. I will take the only die I can. <laughs> That's fair. Hereafter, T. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I arranged my dice in the shape of a T. <laughs> <laughs> For the listener at home. <laughs> For the listener at home, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I am, I'm going to resolve this scene. And... So the last we saw of Hereafter, this was him trying, heading back with the view of keeping the chaos rolling. Yeah. White's desperately trying to make that train not go away until, like, he's done the thing that he needs to do. Mm -hmm. Which he's done the thing that he needed to do. Like, as long as Juniper can get back to the train, he feels like he's gotten, gotten pretty okay through this. Feel like the fact that Galen and uh, Fallon have basically disappeared from the train station might be a bit of a, a wrench in the plans of literally everybody. <laughs> Maybe that's what this is. Maybe yeah. that's how like hereafter is pivots like I don't know, directing traffic or just using that he's like very efficacious. Wow, I should never try to use words with that many syllables past midnight. Fuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to get at. But he's doing his things in his way, and then he spots Galen and Fallon, like, with and maybe a single security guard who's just like, ah, this is going to end badly if I'm not here. Yeah. There is a cha- um, There is supposed mm-hmm. to be a chase of some kind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, hereafter uh, spots the two of them with that guard. And uh, strolls over and says, Sir Galen, my queen, you're somewhere other than where you're supposed to be. Sir Galen, my queen, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, first of all, we figured the train can't leave without us, especially without not without her. And she, my dear sister, is demanding to see what's going on. Oh, if that's all, um, I can tell you what's going on. Um, just a, a, a perfectly standard munitions practice. 
Galen's <laughs> just raising an eyebrow at here after, like, is this really what you're trying to pull here? Mr. Undersign. I am fairly positive we do not make munitions. <laughs> Bomb five goes off. <laughs> Yet. Uh, prototypes, you know how it is. Um, would it be easier if I said, just trust me? No. <laughs> Sorry, I feel like Galen is actually laughing very inappropriately right now. <laughs> just like... Wait, Galen doesn't trust hereafter? <sighs> it's not that Galen doesn't trust hereafter. Well, I mean, he doesn't, but... <laughs> Galen does not trust hereafter. He thinks he's slippery. Well, he is. Um, hereafter, uh, so... But if I should be able trust to trust you, that means you know what's going on. Why don't mm-hmm. you just simply tell me, Mr. H- Mr. Undersign, what is happening. Galen sort of tilts his head like she's got a point. <laughs> um, Monsieur Hereafter T undersigns uh, smiles. His winning, shining smile. And he says, My lady, honored vacation guest. <laughs> Put simply, the existing order is experiencing an unexpected paradigm shift, uh, and he shimmers, uh, and like his flesh, like kind of takes on this weird, like oily. That's um, kind of sexy, sheen. but also deeply un- unsettling. I don't. That don't say that a lot. As there's like a weird, like chromatic aberration, uh, and instead of a lawyer, it's a bellhop or a concierge, and it ripples again, and it's a train conductor, and it ripples again, and it's an emaciated man who has tattooed his contract on his body before it ripples back to uh, the lawyer, and he says, And for your own safety, I would emphatically recommend you wait for it to blow over. I think she's just, like, gone pale, like, gripping Galen's arm. Yeah, Galen looks a little bit uh, (laughs) shell-shocked. And hereafter kind of turns and is ignoring them all and puts a hand on the wall of the factory. And he says... Did you know, something I learned a long time ago is that places remember. Hmm. Huh. And sometimes they remember enough that they want to do something about it. Well, uh, and the bricks begin to rattle in their mortar, uh, and the scene cuts to black, or cuts away. Why it said ma- the hell. place wasn't magic yet? <laughs> <laughs> sure wasn't. <laughs> Jeez. And hereafter is also drawing upon some experience. Yeah. 
If you want to know what Hereafter is talking about, go check out. You can check out anytime you like. <laughs> Good shit. It's a great arc. Hell yeah. Right. Juniper Relis. This we have two scenes left before the epilogue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you sure do. I really like the notion that kicking off with what Zach just said, I'll establish. Not that it makes mm-hmm. much difference how the scene's going to end, because uh, I don't have a wild die, <laughs> so. It's going to be negative regardless. Yeah, might as well just move the die over there. I'll yeah. just uh, move that over here. But I really like the idea that Juniper has managed to get the the fact this particular block of the factory floor clear and mm-hmm. is heading to find Wyatt and presumably hereafter. And there's this rattling of bricks um, going on as sort of the memories in this place or the soul of this place starts to shift and twist because so many people from so many different places and realities in the same place, why wouldn't things start to get a little weird? And with like what Wyatt is setting in motion as well, kicking things off, like things, some things just need a little spark. So this is like Juniper walking. And I think, this is what happens because I'm fucking watching WandaVision as well. Um, no, I haven't like, watched the last episode yet. I'm here instead of there's that. No, yeah. There's no okay. no spoilers, but like they're walking and as the camera sort of moves around, her, you see her in sort of like full on sort of like late 60s protest wear. And the sound of bricks is the sound of like a chant and it's the press of a protest of, of bodies. And maybe the camera moves and we see a different version of hereafter and a different version of Wyatt, different times and places as this factory is trying to figure out what it is now. And yeah, I like the three of them sort of coalescing in one place. So I don't know how long after what Wyatt left to do this is if he's been successful but I don't know if he was expecting reality to start to have a say in the matter um, about a management change. <laughs> Wyatt is surprisingly unfazed by all of reality melting around him. Um, uh, of course he is. He, he got here for specific reasons for sure. Um, I think, like, why, like, it shifts, are we shifting back to, like, kind of, like, the more, like, is, is the real? are we shifting back to the six years, are we shifting back to how we, like, to kind of, like, more of, like, a, a personal display of where we come from? I think it's a personal display. Okay. I think White looks kind of similar. White is in, like, a, at this point, he is in a very sharp suit. Uh, like a very modern sharp suit. Um, he doesn't have a tie on, uh, but it's a, it, 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 it's kind of like a, like a pastel, uh, pink with like, like the, the vest is a different color. Um, what, what's a good contrasting color? Something a bit darker. Um, it's a pink. Like a pastel pink. 
like light. Mm. A, a, yeah. Like a deep foresty green. Yeah, there we go. Like a deep yeah, yeah. forest green. Um good yeah. old uh, good old bottom. He's got his hair mm. like he's got his hair back. I think he's got his like hair fully back, like up in a top knot. Um, and the little points on his ears are more uh more pronounced now. And I think he's sort of like adjusts himself, kind of looks out. Like, shakes his head and, like, leans over and, like, camera pans out to he's in front of, like, an like, an office sort of similar to his that is just fucking on fire <laughs> behind him. And he, like, leans over the secretary's desk and puts, like, puts a finger on the intercom and goes, uh, excuse me, everybody. Uh, this is to make official. The board has voted uh, no confidence. Management will be shifting. Uh, Please make your way to the train station. And, uh, <laughs> like, lets off and begins walking downstairs. I guess where he sees, like, Juniper, uh, and mm-hmm. possibly no merit, or not no merit. <laughs> That's me. Um, <laughs> a That's a different reality. Yeah. Another again. weird combination of weird names. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, I think I think it's like it's like things are collapsing in on themselves in a way, mm-hmm. um, or or expanding. Um, hereafter is not present. Hereafter is going Joker mode. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my! And I, yeah, wow. Um, I mean, I feel like Galen and uh, Fallon were already sort of. As soon as Hereafter did that spooky shit earlier, they were out. Yeah, they're like, they were, yeah, you know what? The train sounds they great. They were hustling. <laughs> yeah, they were hustling back to the train. You know, they were like, you know what? I don't know. I don't want to know anymore. I'm good. You know what? Fuck <laughs> Go back this. where we were supposed to be. Yeah, fuck all this. <laughs> but I think by the time they arrive at the train station, both of them are wearing very different outfits than they were wearing before. Mm-hmm. Are they like in their, their regalia? Yeah, they're in their like they're they're in like what they were wearing as as you know rulers, which I believe I described at one point as being sort of seventeenth century French court attire. Mm-hmm. And so Galen is wearing this like baby blue silk suit with elaborate silver embroidery on it, and Fallon is wearing. A very large dress with like extremely wide panniers. Like she is more queenly than ever. Very nice. And yeah, they're just like, what? Oh, I said very nice. Yeah, and they're just fucking huddling um, together near the train. Like, uh, what the fuck is happening here? The station is now full of people who are all wearing what they were wearing when they died. Yes. Which means it's people from all across time, just all on this single train station. Um, I mean, listen, dies wild, you know? It could be good or it could be bad. Yeah. And the train doors <laughs> open. Uh-huh. All right, Galen. So I get to, I frame, Galen the I get to frame the scene. All right, so. Um, uh, Galen and Fallon make their way into the train. Um, they well, you get to frame the scene. You don't get to pick the die, my dude. I didn't oh, pick that die. die. Oh, my bad, my bad. I missed it. I <laughs> no, I didn't pick that um, one. I gave. I just gave Galen the positive. Sorry, the I, was, I was tabbed off. So now I get to frame die. the scene. Mm-hmm. No worries. Yeah. Um, uh, you already were fl- framing the scene. Hmm. You already were framing. I was the framing the scene. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> 
no worries. So yeah, uh, Galen and Fowlin both, I think, are are perhaps the first people to actually step foot on the train, because they were supposed to be on there anyways. Mm-hmm. But seeing them step into the train, step into, you know, step into Fowlin's like train car that is basically reserved just for her, it sort of starts a flood of people going. Right. There's nothing stopping yeah, us. They can't stop all of us. <laughs> it's Black Friday at the Walmart, baby. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> there, yeah, there's that um, crush of people, that wave that overtakes the guards. Yeah. And uh, I feel like as this begins to happen, more and more cars sort of, like, appear. Not, like, out of nowhere. It's just, like, you look away and you look back and there's suddenly another car at the end there. And... You know, there are doors between the train cars, and people just start filling the train, as and start piling into this train car dressed in not just people from across time, but also from across universes. There's people wearing, you know, wizard hats and um, spooky robes. There's people who look like they're wearing like a blanket, practically. You know, there's people from you know, endless amounts. There's people in, like, heavy furs and, you know, people with wild tattoos, you know, just all sorts of people. I'm trying to... It's a crazy Mm -hmm. kill six billion demons spread page. Exactly. I'm not... I'm not... I've not uh, consumed that media, but sure. Sounds about right. I'll I'll, I'll post the thing up. People who know it, you know it. You know what those those two-page spreads look like. (laughs) Um, but yeah, fantastic. And yeah, um, I guess I get to decide how the I, scene ends. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I suppose the scene ends on the train station slowly begins to empty. And the, the, mm-hmm. the train just keeps getting longer. As people just pile into this train. I do want to, I do want to have as put, put in one piece of. Yes. Uh, visual Please or do. auditory, honestly, is that there is a sound of um, of of bricks grinding against each other as like part of the factory collapses in the distance. Yeah, and it sounds like a roar. Mm. Cool shit. and sexy. I love it. It is time for the aftermath. Oh, hell yeah! Yeah. So sure is. I don't Zach remember how has- to do this. Right, basically, in your case and in Brian's case, you'll be rolling your red die and deducting the black die from it after rolling it. That was a weird way to describe that. But yeah, you roll all your die and then whichever color you have more of, or whichever color you have less of, you deduct from the one you have more of. Okay. So. Oh, I can't select one of these. Which one can't you select? Uh, uh, I guess I'll just I'll just this roll this one, one for you. Uh, they're the same. Okay, that's great. Did you roll your your black? I can't. Card? T- I can't I interact with it, so I'm just rolling. I can yeah. interact my, with uh, mine. Good. But I can do math. Okay, so you can't yeah. interact with your. I got a two. Well, so we got five, six, seven, eight minus two, six. <laughs> Wait. Oh, I'm great. just making a note. Positive. I'm just. Oh, well, okay. So I guess we can take one or the other of Brian because I rolled your 
token die, and then you just rolled a d6. Oh, yeah, that's what I was doing before. That's how I got the okay. other number ahead uh, up there. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm going to take okay. my rolls, because I love the idea that I have uh, negative sure. two. I'm, <laughs> I'm just dropping that in there now so I don't forget, if everyone wants to actually do the same. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Okay. Is white red, I'm guessing? Yeah. So I have... And then, uh, yeah, the aftermath, however many dice you have, that's the number of little vignettes you get to do. Oh god, I get to do so many. Everybody's actually about the same. No, not not the not the not the number, the amount of dice. Yeah. So four dice. So you have four, I have yes. four, Brian has three, Zach has five. So we're actually pretty evenly split on it. So does everybody know what they got? Uh uh yes. Um also, so the way that this is supposed to work is so we roll all the dice in front of us. We call it we call it total the color as the, as in the tilt. Uh, we get our aftermath table, and then we play out the aftermath as a montage with this is statement per die associated with your character. Um, we're using the softer aftermath. Mm-hmm. So I got. Um, Does somebody have a screenshot I, of the softer aftermath? Sorry, I'll get it. Uh, so Brian, Brian, you got you got four red and six blacks, which means that you ended up with two black. Oh, okay, okay, that's, that's how that works. works. Yeah, not a negative two, but a but black two. Okay, Alrighty. cool. Thank you. That helps <laughs> me figure things well. out. So, um, as you have the most die. Zach. Do we all want to go through what we got first and read what the soft aftermath says, and then we'll start the vignettes yeah. with uh, hereafter. Okay. Sounds good. Mm. Uh, I got uh, two black, which is fucked. Whatever idiocy uh, you got up to <laughs> broke you. It scarred you, and I'm not talking about something the therapist can fix. And all around, uh, all around you are the broken pieces of people and things you hold dear. I hate that this is a soft aftermath, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I got black three. Extremely awful. Whatever you care about is gone, that's for sure. And you're probably also missing a tooth. Uh, I got white or red five. Uh, desperate. Still looking for an angle, still rearranging the deck chairs, stuck in a holding pattern, getting nowhere. I got red or white six. Sad. Woeful. Not cool. People don't like you. Even you don't like you. You reached your peak and it wasn't all that lofty, was it? <laughs> oh, what was Juniper's, I'm sorry? Uh, desperate. White five okay. on the table. Uh, yes. So, But yeah, so I, I have the most. So probably the easiest for me to start. Absolutely. And then have to go around. Uh, so I take... We, we, we go in montage with one this is statement per die of your character. Um, this is my character doing something. Should be active, should be about your guy, not somebody else. Then somebody else takes a die and does the same thing. So I'm going to start. I'm going to take this die. And I'm going to say, this is hereafter tearing up the tracks behind the train. Mm. Um, this place 
that hereafter has helped wake up has had perhaps enough of exploitation and nothing is coming in ever again and nothing is ever going to get out Uh, and then we could probably just go in order again. That, yeah, do we that, go eat we for each one of our dice? Yeah, yeah. Each, okay. each one of our dice. Yeah, that's why I took one of mine and put okay. it in the middle. Cool. Yeah. So we will keep going in turn order, I think. Yeah, I'm just trying to decide what this is for Juniper, given things are desperate. Because I was working on the assumption that uh, maybe she didn't get out or get to the train on time. Which I kind of like, to be honest. The tilt was collateral damage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Innocent sure was. Damage. Yeah. This is Juniper in the remnants of the station watching the train pull away and the tracks be pulled up behind it. And because again, thinking and watching hereafter do that and thinking that maybe she was wrong about him and that it was good to be wrong <sighs> Galen you're up uh, yeah I'm, I'm thinking okay. <laughs> <sighs> This is Galen, you know, sticking his head out the window, looking back at the train growing longer, but the shadows engulfing the, you know, the place where we were leaving behind and watching, you know, everybody that he has cared about besides his sister in the past, however long he's been here, uh, be left behind. By the train. Sick. Take this. One of Wyatt's few positive deaths. Um, <laughs> and we cut to the inside of the factory. It's like explosions and fire and chaos. And we have like a behind the back shot of the boss. Um, we don't see his face but he's kind of like he's like a like kind of a broadish guy uh he's like bald uh but he has like kind of like we can see from the that way he's got kind of like a like a pretty like well manicured longish like beard with like flecks of uh gray in it and he's sort of scrambling through the hallway uh and then he sort of like met and one of the hallways like he's just like met with kind of like a wall of flame as things are up and, um, like, 
sort of walking through like walking through that like wall of flame is like a shadow and then out steps Wyatt who is like dusting embers off the edge of his suit um and he like looks at him and goes and here I thought you could take the heat this is hereafter coming back to himself in the wake of the destruction as the shadows recede and leave a skinny frail-looking man with ink covering everything below the neck and tiny, intricate legalese who looks and sees the wreckage of rail stretching out before him and knows that this angle, at least, is never going to play out again. Uh, and he stands, and the shadows draw back into him, and he wipes brushes a speck of dust from his crisp suit. Because now there are new angles to find. What fucking angles, man? There's nobody here! Sorry. He was on the train. That's not your problem. Oh, no, I wasn't. Oh, I oh, see. Okay. Now I'm picturing the visual. Mm-hmm. Good, good yeah. shit. Good shit. This is, he, he lands near Juniper. Cool. Hmm. This is... Juniper sort of like <laughs> sat on the remnants of the platform, actually just sort of like legs swinging back and forth, watching the establishment burn, as it were. Hell yeah. And appreciating the poetry of that, even if she has no idea what this means. But as somebody that's been fighting for a very long time and being dead didn't stop that, she appreciates the the there's something about it that's very satisfying, even if not for her personally. And sort of like hops down uh, as hereafter approaches. I just and the visual is, I think, like the two of them maybe walking back. And because fuck Aaron Sorkin, I'm going to take this. Just like, what's next? As they walk up towards the flaming brick. Oh, weird. Now I can't interact with this red one, but I can interact with this black one. <laughs> Wild. Are you spinning this positive um, or negative? Because I'll move the accordant. Just to flight. I think this is just flavor more than anything. Just yeah, I don't think that like the the color of the dice matters at this point. No, but I don't yeah. know. Um, I'll say this is Galen sitting on the train, leaning his head on his sister, on his sister's shoulder, and just realizing that he doesn't know what happens next, and he doesn't know where the train is going that 
he doesn't know who knows where the train could be going or how to stop it. Okay. I um I think the camera sort of pulls out from like why and out through the factory. Um and I think like as they're as like um hereafter and Juniper are like approaching the factory, uh they can see it as it's like shifting and warping. Even now the fires are already starting to put themselves out. Um and I think like at the front gate, like the front gate before they can get in, it's like locked up Willy Wonka style. <laughs> hmm. Um and uh I th- maybe Juniper remembers the envelope that got shoved into her hand <laughs> at the start of all mm-hmm. of this chaos. Um and we see her open it and inside is like the ticket, but also like a note that just says like if anyone deserves to get out of here, it's you. What the fuck, man? This is hereafter chuckling wryly at this before taking out a set of uh before undoing his cufflinks. And sliding them into the gate key uh, lock. Um, Because there's nothing to do out here, and we need something to do. Hmm. This is Juniper looking at that note in kind of disbelief. Folding up the note, putting it back in her pocket, folding up the ticket and something, and then um, on one of the remnants of fires, just like burns the train ticket. Yeah. Like it's a ticket for a a train that is never going to come. Mm hmm. And uh, sort of gives her a little bit of a shake. Uh, And, like, I think the reality shifts again. And uh, she's in, like, work boots. Uh, It's not quite the outfit she wore in the factory. But it's still the outfit of somebody going to do some work. But it's got a little bit of, like, her own sort of vibe to it. Like maybe some of the colors of the outfit of her, like her protest outfit. Um, and just sort of like pushes up the sleeves. And this is getting to work. Tear something down. It's time to build. Hell yeah. Uh, I'll say this is Galen uh, standing in between two train cars, looking up at the flashes of light as the train passes through dimension after time after dimension after time over and over again as it 
as the sky shifts between colors and, you know, states, time of day. One point the sky is purple. Where's that? Who knows? But this goes on for hours, and Galen is alone. I can't actually interact with that dice, so it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I got you. I think, uh, I think this is going to be our parting shot of Wyatt. Um, I think he, like, walks into, like, the big office, uh, and it sort of, like, subtly shifts to this more, like, hyper-modern sort of place as he, like, moves toward the desk. Um, and sits down, um, and he, like, looks down at the desk in, like, dead center of this, like, very 80s-looking thing. Is just, like, a single, like, feather from, like, a hawk. And he looks at it. And he takes it, and he slips it into the top drawer of the desk. Um, and then spins around the chair to, like, the big window that looks out over the facility. As, like, the oppressive, heavy sounds of metal footsteps start to, like drown out the soundtrack uh, as all of the automations that Wyatt had been working on come online and start moving in uh, filling up the main facility sort of barring the door uh, keeping him keeping him isolated Danielle's gonna punch you I'm prepared for this Well, unfortunately, Wyatt, you don't have any say in things anymore, because this is hereafter T undersigned. No longer wearing the garb of a 1950s lawyer, no longer able to go around the world in a hat, obscuring his features. Now he has a slick 1980s business suit. And a pager. Oh god, a pager. <laughs> oh god, a pager. <laughs> it's so it's perfect and I hate it. <laughs> He's got a pager. Um, what will he do? But hey, is it your turn or is it my turn? Sorry. <laughs> and this is here after the undersigned somehow finding a way into that office anyway. The boss needs his personal assistant. <laughs> boss needs his lawyer. I'm not a lawyer anymore. Hmm. I see. I'm a fixer. Right. This is Juniper. Sat with one of the automatons that hasn't come online for some reason. This is her reaching in and rewiring, and making it into something different. And watching it wake up. And if there's management, 
There's got to be a union rep. <laughs> All right. That's Juniper. That's Juniper. Oh, I can't touch that die. It's fine. Um, this is... Fowlin stepping out onto the small section of pathway between the two train cars, taking a seat next to Galen. Her dress is now no longer six feet wide, because that would be inconvenient in this setting. <clears throat> um, she's wearing a simple shift dress. Galen is in his shirt sleeves, no longer wearing his coat and vest. And this is the two of them sitting, leaning on each other, and looking off into the train cars together, seeing people talking to each other and coming together in a way that they probably haven't been allowed to do before. And finally being able to rest. All right, hereafter, take us away. Oh, um, this is not hereafter to undersides. <laughs> this is a man who, for the first time in a long time, can roll up his sleeves without showing off the exact text of his contract, because that contract is no longer applicable. This is a man who has a new boss to take care of, and a new angle to play. This is done deal. Keep an eye on Y. Van Croft until we figure out what we need to do. Dope. Hell yeah. And uh, that's been Escape from the Afterworld. Um... <laughs> Only one person one got done. out, and he kind of didn't. So I feel like we did a good fiasco. That's how that's how fiasco <laughs> yeah. works. We that's did how fiasco, fiasco works. Right. Um, yeah. Whew. Alrighty. Um, I have been. Turns changed. out when nobody. Oh, sorry. That's all right. You want to? Yeah, click on Sam. What you got? What I was gonna say. Turns out when nobody knows how to stop the train, does it really count as getting out? Listen to. I guess uh, someone's gonna have to learn how to stop the train. Listen to the mechanisms. There's a take on it. It's good. It's a good album. The Bifrost incident. I couldn't think of the name for a second. I was drawing a complete blank. But yeah, as soon as I was saying like trains are just like mmm. Oh, that is bad. But anyway. See, I haven't I haven't watched Infinity Train, but I do I do from what I understand of Infinity Train. I believe Galen just got Infinity Trained. It seems very <laughs> infinity trained, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, to see infinity um, train as a verb. <laughs> uh, yes, I have I have a crepe waiting downstairs for me, and I'm I'm going to talk, but we should wrap up this episode. Let's quickly wrap. Yeah. Okay, I've been Jade. You can find me on Twitter at Jade Oxford Rose. You can find the show at FTLcast on Twitter and at FTLcast dot com. And if you like what we do and you would like to support us, you can find us at Patreon dot com forward slash. FTLcast. I nearly said a different podcast name. 
I blame this on our guest, Brian. <laughs> Brian, give an outro. Oh, I didn't realize that was a pitch to That was me. a very poor segue on my part. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hi, I'm Brian. Uh, you can find me on The Room Where It Happened, doing GM stuff. Uh, that's at RoomwarePod. You can find me also on Dumb Kids Playing Hero, being Dante. Uh, that's over at DKPHPod on Twitter. And then if you like uh, this vibe, but you also like August, um, narrow casting here, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, I assume you like August. Um uh, you can listen to me and August talk at length about Steven Universe uh, over on Gay Space Rocks at Gay Space Pod. Zach. Hello, I'm Zachary Lee Fredrickson. You can find me on Twitter. I've seen the guy. You can find the music I do it. I am bugbear.bandcamp.com. And Sam. I have been Sam. You can find me on Twitter at S-A-K-L-O, and you can find my art at samkalo.com. That's www.samkalo.com, because if you don't type that in, the website will break. Um, yeah. And if you want to follow our podcasting guild, uh, Standing Stones, you can find us on stones underscore standing on Twitter and at Standing Stones Prod on Twitch. We regularly stream uh, on Mondays. Uh, Brian and August play various video games. I'm never up late enough to watch. I hear it's a good time. Uh, we also do various uh, TTRPG streams, uh, charity streams. It's a good time, but you can follow us on the Twitter and be kept up to date with various uh, shenanigans that we get up to. It is a quarter to two in the morning. Zach I think has I just said my waiting. website wrong. <laughs> we'll put it in show notes, but let's, uh, okay. let's do a clap. All right. I think uh, it said dot com instead of dot art. Top of the minute. Uh, yeah.